You are listening to the Gospel-Centered Education Podcast, brought to you by Community Christian School in Tallahassee, Florida. Hello, and welcome to the Gospel-Centered Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Augersinger, and this is my co-host, Kelly Allen. Hey, Tom. On the Gospel-Centered Education Podcast, we explore how we as Jesus followers can connect the dots between education, culture, and biblical theology, and to support faithful and discerning parents as they help their kids live like Jesus in a broken and challenging world. Excellent. And today I'm so excited because we have Anna Nelson. Hello. <laughs> um, and she's going to help us discuss our topic of mental um, health and well-being. And Anna, you have quite a bio. <laughs> it's um, something. Yeah. So you have, <laughs> it's something. You, um, you have 12 years as a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. You have three years um, building... Um, well-being programs. Mm-hmm. Um, you have three years as a mental health champion within a company, mm-hmm. and you're a foster parent. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how you've done it all. You're, you're yeah. relatively young too, so you've had a busy life. Very impressive. <laughs> it's the moisturizer, it just makes it look like I'm young, but really. excellent. Yeah. How did you get into healthcare? How did you get into um, that career? So my mom has been a labor and delivery nurse for 40 years, mm-hmm. 40, four zero. Mm-hmm. Um, she worked night shift for 30 of those years. Mm-hmm. And I knew, and then my dad is an LCSW, licensed clinical social worker. So he's a counselor. Mm-hmm. So I knew growing up, I wanted to do something in the scope of healthcare and just like being next to people when they're struggling. Like that's just was a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to school, graduated um, in 2012. I was a labor and delivery nurse for 10 of those years, and those were awesome years, but I was night shift mm. for 10 of those years, so that was difficult, and we'll mm. talk about that. Um, and my husband is a PA, so he's in orthopedics, so we just, it's good to have a spouse who has that same, like, mind frame. Yeah. Um, we have... Mm, six and a half kids now <laughs> we, we have we have two bios we have one we're in the process of adopting um we have one that comes on the weekend that's the half um and we love it fostering is such um it's such a blessing from god it has its difficulties but um you know difficulties bring us closer to him so mm-hmm. i'm grateful for those times gosh what an imp- what an impressive uh resume you know what's really <laughs> cool too is that it isn't just a resume but you are just uniquely gifted i think i know well, I, mean, <laughs> we'll I really see. i really think that we I have think beautiful you, people that have poured into us well, um yeah. many many of us if we reaccomplish anything in this life i think it's because of that because of what the yeah. lord's doing in our lives so mm-hmm. so with that kind of broad resume and everything what are you kind of focusing on now as far as your professional work so, yeah, so thank you. So I, I came to CCS. My son started coming here in 2021. Um, we love it here. And we really just wanted to see a little bit more focus on um, school health and what that meant for our students and then employee health, too. So my last profession, um, I worked with a physician for Unilever, um, and we would go from factory to factory and build up well-being programs. So when I came to CCS, I was like, ooh, let's do that. Mm. Let's build up a proactive, a preventative well-being program so we're not dealing with illness and mm-hmm. chronic conditions after they've happened. Mm-hmm. We're focusing on like our spiritual, our emotional, mental, physical health and how that all correlates before you get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I started here, we, we've done a lot of exciting things. We have a nurse. 
Um, we have more of our team members that are first aid trained. Mm -hmm. Um, they go through a first aid course through the summer. Um, we have some, uh, an RRT or rapid response team. So, um, those people are trained in crisis and intervention and how to focus on those things. And we're tying that into a little bit of an emotional response team and what to do when we have like a, you know, a crisis within the mental health realm. Mm -hmm. Um, we're excited about that. Uh, we've been working with some, um, nearby pastors and some support to talk about grief and working through that. Um, we have a designated clinic space now it's so with great. a bed. Yes, it it's is so awesome. Um, I think kids come to see me for the stickers sometimes, but that's okay. I can't tell you how much that adds to the program yeah. because, you know, when the we stickers? first... Yeah, well, <laughs> the stickers for sure, stickers. and yes, they do want to come and see you, but yeah. Um, yeah. no, just when we first started at CCS, um, you know... Poor Miss Scott was doing everything, yes. and and the, the sick kids, like if they were really sick, they just had to sit in a chair next yes. to her, and so it just adds so much to CCS having you here and having all of your experience. It's Very wonderful. True. Thank you. Very true. Yeah. The other thing I love about what you're saying is that so much we we talk about gospel centered education, you know, and, and there's such a reflection of the heart of God mm -hmm. in that. I think. And because he's concerned about us as mm -hmm. holistic human beings. Yes. And the reason why I think more people don't go there is because it's not easy. And I'm sure you mm -hmm. would be the first to admit, you know, there's challenges, like you said. Yeah. But it, the journey is worth it. The journey is so worth it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think um, digging through how our emotional health and how different aspects of our um, our day-to-day -day process really correlates with our physical health, like actual, you know, GI system and our mm -hmm. heart rate and our mm -hmm. breathing. And like, they're so intertwined. Mm -hmm. Um, and God wants us to focus on that. I mean, he tells us so much in scripture to take care of our bodies. And mm -hmm. I mean, this is what we need to do. It's just as important as our academia. It's just as mm -hmm. important as our athletics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there again, it's like, I've always heard, you can correct me, Anna, but I've always heard that Western medicine tends to be more in the analytical separating the systems mm -hmm. and, and kind of response to things and maybe not as much historically in the proactiveness yeah. oh, of it. Eastern medicine is more into the holism, all that. I think for a gospel-centered organization or school or, or whatever, healthcare system, I think it would transcend and somehow synergize both of those, I think, because they both have their places, right? I mean, mm -hmm. would you agree with that? You're right, Tom. And I think, um, I think one benefit of COVID, although very few benefits is that we are now taking a backseat look at how, you know, that pandemic, our social, um, environment, our, our relationships, because we didn't have those, those really affected our whole body health. Mm -hmm. And, um, we were more ill, our immune system was weakened, mm -hmm. you know, we weren't able to engage with others as we used to because we were so socially isolated. Mm -hmm. So the pandemic has showed us that we need to focus on our mental health. We mm -hmm. need to focus on our emotions just as much, if not more as our physical health, because mm -hmm. you will see it. You will see yeah. it in your physical health if you don't tune up and stay in touch with your emotions. Can you, can you speak a little bit of uh, taking that a little bit further? Can you speak a little bit as to what that looks like for kids you know, and, and have gone through, particularly who have gone through that period and, and some of the things that might come out of that for, for children. Yeah. Yeah. So my Levi, um, he's eight years old and he's the coolest kid ever if you've met him. <laughs> um, but the pandemic, he was in VPK, he was four years old 
And we had a beautiful VPK, you know, wonderful experience. And right in the middle, just as we're all so aware, everything shut down, right? Mm -hmm. So he finally learned how to engage with other students and how to sit in a spot and Mm -hmm. listen to someone else. And um, it just stopped. Mm -hmm. And we had great experiences at home. We have great memories. But, you know, he had to learn all over again on how to engage with others and, um as a kindergartner, as a first grader, second grader, that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard for adults. That's mm-hmm. hard for kids. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a beautiful thing we do here at CCS is we really focus on those relationships. It's not just academics. Like mm-hmm. we're working on how we treat each other and how God tells us to love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's making up for those years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the grace of God, you know, mm-hmm. and hard work, it's both of those things. Now it gets back to the kind of shalom community we've talked a lot mm-hmm. about and and even the resurrection culture that we were talking about last week. Yes. So yeah, it's it's what I, you know what I love about this is I love to see how things kind of come together mm-hmm. because I love to see the holism of that and realizing that none of us are perfect in yep. any of this, but we're doing our best and we're trying to align this biblically to be able to say, you know, God does have this call on us, on this mm-hmm. school to be a gospel-centered school, provide gospel-centered education. And therefore, it opens all these other boxes and all these doors, you know, that that take us down these corridors. We're sometimes like, whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. And, but yet, uh, yet God is doing that. We had, I had a conversation yesterday about somebody in the area of, of special needs, you know, and, mm-hmm. and some things God might be opening up in that. So mm-hmm. anyway, so that's, it's exciting. It is. It's very exciting. Okay. <clears throat> so Anna, what do you really want to talk about today? You are so passionate um, about proactive healthcare. And I've heard you say a term called sleep hygiene. What is yes. that? Okay. What is that all about? <laughs> so if you can get me on a soapbox about anything, <laughs> all right, here we go. sleeping, it's all sleeping. Right. Yeah. So if you think about it, what is one of the, you know, most, what's the activity that you do the most during the day? You know, we eat, we socialize with other people, but we don't think about our downtime. We don't really put a lot of stock into our sleep. Like we know we need to do it, but we don't put about a lot of stock into the quality of it. Sometimes we think about how long we sleep, but what, you know, we don't put a lot of stock into how we sleep, how we wind down, how we wake up in the morning, what that means for the next day, etc. Um, so I love sleep. I, I don't always I get enough too. sleep. <laughs> I don't, but I've done a lot of research about sleep. Um, and as I was thinking about this for this this podcast, I realized, I was telling Kelly earlier, I realized God has kind of set me up to talk about sleep because Mm. my mom was a night shift nurse and I saw her struggle with, you know, waking up at 4 PM and Mm. taking care of us before she had to go in at 7 PM. And then I worked night shift and then, um, you know, just navigating that with a new marriage and, and newborns. And then I think what's really hit home for me is with foster kiddos, Um, we see a lot of children come into our home who have never had a routine to their sleep. They don't, they're not typically regulated and going to sleep at nine o'clock and waking up at six o'clock. Some of us don't even do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I started really Mm -hmm. studying on how sleep plays into our day to day and how we can improve on it. Um, so I thought we could talk about some ways to better our sleep. I'd love to hear it because yeah, I know personally too. we need that at our house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially people of a certain age like me, it becomes a really important topic. Yes. To so so no. let's go. Let's do no it. No one is immune to it. So, so, you know, we all statistically hear that you should get about 
eight hours of sleep. And that's, that's pretty right on. Mm -hmm. Um, NASA has done a lot of studies on sleep and NASA said that number one, adults are aged to get about seven to nine hours of sleep and children should get more. Um, children should get about 10 to 12 hours of sleep and actually the teenage years should get 12 hours of oh, sleep. Wow. Like, wow. that's wow. absurd. Cause that's not happening. No, right? that's oh, not happening. No, at all. <laughs> that's not happening. Um, and you know, that, that conception of, um, we, we can make up our sleep if we get a poor night of sleep because we're up late studying. Uh, well this weekend we're going to sleep extra to make it up. That's just, that's, that's not true. So you can't make up your sleep. You cannot make up your sleep. You might feel better in the moment, but it's going to alter your sleep pattern through the week. Um, research shows that even on the weekends, you should maintain the same wake up time. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So our body chemicals are designed to, to have a routine. Mm -hmm. So we, if we tell our body and our metabolism that we eat at this time, your body's going to expect it the next day. Mm. Um, if we wind down and our serotonin levels go up, we should wind down at the same time. Um, smell is one that I'm really excited about. So smell alters your sleep as well. This is a new concept. What? There's so much, there's so much research into sleep. I could talk about it all day. All right. Explain um, the smell. Lavender. Explain (laughs) the smell. Not like any smell, smell, but just what you're talking about. Lavender is a big one. Um, we've all probably heard that lavender is a big one to put you to sleep. But peppermint is a big one to wake you up. And um, is that why teachers give you mints during a test sometimes? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. To focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And on the topic of focus, our sleep can really aid in, in the big three areas of our life. So in our emotional health, it can help us with. Um, regulating our mood, reducing our stress and anxiety, improving our cognitive function, and helping with our memory and focus. Hmm. So that plays into our academia, our athletics. Um, Sleep helps our uh, reaction time, our decision-making. And then finally, for our physical health, um, sleep helps our immune system, regulating our metabolism, um, helping with our cardiovascular health. Health and then that really tunes into um, chronic issues such as diabetes, heart disease, obesity, wow. high blood pressure. Wow! Um, so sleep is important. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think I think just making sure that you have an adequate routine at night. So if you are a little bit more of a night owl, making sure that your bedtime is not. 1 a.m., but it's 10 to 11 p.m., mm-hmm. making sure that on the weekends, if you do want a little bit of extra sleep, you don't sleep until 10 a.m., you sleep until 8.30 a.m. So kind of incremental changes. Incremental changes, um, and you know, creating a, a pattern and a habit is really important. Um, it's going to take a little while to get that down, but uh, for my kids, we, we do the same thing every night. We you know, alternate what time dinner is depending on activities in the evening. But once it's wind down time, we don't have screens out. Um, Screens emit a blue light. You hear the blue light glasses, Mm -hmm. right? So screens emit a blue light, which actually completely interferes with our wind down process. Um, The worst thing you can do is have your cell phone or your tablet right beside your bed. And then you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, what time is it? And you click that screen. Mm. That's going to bounce you right out of your sleep mode or your, your sleep routine. Um, night lights are really helpful. If you need to use the restroom or drink some water, don't turn on a big light. Um, of course, reducing your caffeine, chocolate sweets right before bed will help. 
big meals before bedtime can be difficult too. Cause again, we're telling our body, this is a time to start metabolizing food. Mm-hmm. This is a time to start digesting. No, this is a time to go to sleep. <laughs> so we really want to work with our body yes. and not against it, which but it, but it occurs to me that it takes a lot of discipline, right? So to actually run a family that way. Yes, it know? does. It would, you know, a creative family like ours, we're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but another thing I want to bring up, which I bring up all the time yeah. is homework with the, with the, <laughs> We're back yeah, here we go. With the teenagers, okay, okay they're, they're having to stay up later to do homework and projects. So how do you regulate all that and say, okay, well, we need a good sleep habit as well? You, I mean, you you ebb and flow. Yeah. You ebb and flow as far as dinner, your, your sports, what time you get home. Mm-hmm. But you have to designate a sleep and wind down time. Mm. And if that means that every night, even on your less chaotic nights, every night 9 p.m. is your wind down time mm-hmm. from 9 to 9.30, that's okay. Okay. If you come in earlier, you still have to designate the exact same time. So you're thinking like 30 minutes wind down time. Uh, yes. Okay. 30-minute wind down time where you are doing something low-key. You have dim lights. You maybe have some lavender in your room. You do not have soda, sugar, any of those stimulants around. Um, I mean, I'm totally guilty of scrolling on my phone, looking through emails mm-hmm. that is so problematic for sleep mm-hmm. because, um, another fun fact, we dream about four to six times a night, which we don't, we don't know. I'm, I'm telling you, you can, I can talk about sleep all, period and all that. yes. Yeah. And, and most of the time we don't even remember that we dream, but the most critical part of what happens in our sleep is the 30 minutes before we go to sleep. Really? Yes. So I, I had a dream last night. I was thinking about this podcast. <laughs> and would you not believe I had a dream about the podcast oh, in my man. sleep? Oh, boy. Yes. Okay. It is, it's really um, it's, it's simultaneous. So you're not um, going to tell us what the dream was? No. Okay. All right. Just don't ask. It was great. All right. All right. Good. Okay. That's fine. Well, I, th- I feel like I should make a statement about the homework. I mean, I think it's kind of, I mean, we, we've talked about them for a while. So, you know, I would love to say that the, the reason why kids don't get sleep is, is be- mainly because of homework. I'm not sure that's exactly that may, true yeah. in every situation. We could talk. Well, there's there, other school activities as well. There, there are, yeah. and extracurricular stuff and, and all those kind of things. But I, I do want to say that to mm-hmm. the point... We, there's a constant uh, and ongoing evaluation, honestly, of homework because it does have its place, but it can also be overused mm-hmm. if it's not if we're not careful. So I, right. we're very CCS is the kind of place that we really do ask those questions a lot. Oh yeah. So we and, and we're gonna I think we should do an entire podcast on that. We could. We could get a homework expert. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that exactly is, but it could be fun. So anyway, sorry. So that, I just want to get that you know out there. Um, so anything else that you, that you want to touch on today, you think from your side or maybe even from your side, anything you want to leave us with any takeaways or anything like that? I think there's so much to be said about sleep. I could sit and listen to you all day. Well, I was going to say, like, I, I have some, some documents I've created that I could always attach onto our website that really hones in on, um, focusing on sleep routine and what is a sleep routine. I mean, we just talked on about like three or four things, but there's millions out there. And one thing I love to talk about is naps. There's nap hygiene and how naps wow. are beneficial. Naps are really I good for our naps. body. I, I hate naps. You really? Oh, I they're hate, so good for you. But I, I'm sure they are, but it's like, you know, so are Brussels sprouts. But I mean, Brussels sprouts are delicious. I like them. That's not a bad example. But what I'm saying is that, you know, like when I take a nap, it doesn't matter how long the nap is, like five minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes. I just wake up feeling like I've been run over by a tractor trailer. I mean, it's terrible. So, yeah. So. Every time. So I'm probably doing something. My nap hygiene is off. Yes. There's not That's hygiene. right. Exactly. There's something called T-Rex arms. Are you familiar with T-Rex arms? 
I feel like I'm about to be. So, so T-Rex arms are the position that we t- typically hold in naps. And that's like a protective mechanism. So, so it we, looks like this? Yeah. You lay down and you hold your arms really close. And it's telling our body that, you know, we're, we're, we're navigating through something. We're going emotionally going through something. And body posture for sleep should actually be a free-falling position. So you should have your hands up if you imagine you're okay, falling. my babies were happily sleeping, I knew they weren't going to wake up for a while. Their hands were Free-falling like, position. Up. Yes. Yep. And then when you Ooh. nap, your body temperature should be lower. Isn't so don't have like 17 blankets on. Anyways, I could talk about this for days. But... I'm not going back to the T-Rex arms for a second. I'm, gonna, I'm, <laughs> trying, to picture, I'm like trying to sleep. picture myself sleeping. I, I just don't know that that's the case. Oh, I do. But, maybe, but I believe I do. you. I, I believe. do. Do you do I that? Do. I do. Okay. All right. So, but, but does that have something to do? So in other words, posture, <laughs> napping makes a difference of how effective it is, I guess? So to tie this all together. Yeah, good. Sleep is very effective for, as we've already talked about, our physical, emotional, spiritual, academics, athletics, every aspect of our body. And we find in scripture that we should rest, right? We were told multiple times to rest, mm-hmm. find comfort in the Lord, lay your burdens at his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's in the Bible for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to recharge so that we can do the good work. We have work to do. Mm-hmm. There is so much work to do. So we need to be rested. Mm-hmm. We need to be recharged. We need to be hyper-focused because it's hard work, um, but we're called to it. Yeah, that's very good. That's a great summary. So there's just all these things on our radar screen that we're supposed to be paying attention to, you know, different voices in our lives telling us. A couple of weeks ago, we were emphasizing the idea of staying in the scriptures every day. And then, you know, we're, today we're emphasizing rest, you know, as another practice. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think really what this boils down to me, for, for me, is just to be able to triage, to be able to say, you know, look, there's a lot of things we're supposed to be doing, but there's some things that are especially helpful mm-hmm. and especially necessary to actually live the Christian life the way we're supposed to do it. And so I think that's that's fabulous. So yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome discussion. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, so um, are we about at that? 30 I think minutes? we're at that point. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah, us. absolutely. Thank what you a for treat. having me. Yes, treat. I learned so much today. Um, Okay, so that'll do it for us. Um, Join us next time as we'll continue our Parent Toolbox series by exploring our next topic, school security and safety with our guest, Ray Hernandez. Mm -hmm. Ray is the CCS uh, Director of Security. That is great. Thank you guys for joining us this week. We're so glad you took time out to listen and to watch. We're grateful for that. Yes, and remember to follow Gospel Center Education wherever you access your podcasts. And so until next week, remember that Jesus is Lord over all of life. Have a great day. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Gospel-Centered Education Podcast, brought to you by Community Christian School in Tallahassee, Florida. You can find us online at myccs.org.